This is a headgum podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tim, you... Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Tim, it's a very simple show. It's a simple concept. Uh, you might notice, Tom, I'm not at 100%. Yeah. Uh, I had some drinks last night. Uh-huh. I'm not hungover. Right. But I feel <laughs> but bad I, because not, I, I think drink. I'm not hungover. I think I'm dying. <laughs> no, I, I feel like, I'm not sure if this rises to hungover mm-hmm. territory. Yeah, but uh, my brain is foggy, mm-hmm. uh, my body hurts, and I just want to go to sleep. Yeah, I, I that happens to me often nowadays, where I feel like I've I've I finally learned at my age the point where I I need to stop drinking because I'll have like an awful headache for two days. Right, but I haven't figured out the the point. Where I, I, well, I think I have figured it out. And it's like after two beers <laughs> where I'll uh, feel it the next day. Yeah. And again, I don't feel, oh God, I got to yeah. get me hey, a big percent. You, like, you're calling me Tim. Yeah. And it feels like somebody drained 50% of the blood out of my body. <laughs> uh, you weren't at a vampire bar or something like that, were you? Uh, you weren't there at was that... a lot of black velvet around. Oh, you weren't at uh, that uh, uh, bordello from Bordello of Blood, were you? I wish I was at that bordello. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Dennis Miller would be there. Yeah. Uh, Wisecracking. Sl- slinging quips. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be looking at vampires' boobs. <laughs> Tom, uh, we had a wild week last week, um, yeah. a complete guide to everything. We had Christine here, friend of the show, answering mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. Um, good feedback, good mm-hmm. feedback. Um, better feedback than when we host without her. <laughs> well, when we a little host, hurtful. When we host without her, uh, no feedback's necessary. A- yeah, everybody a- a knows. A plus, 100%. Yeah. Once again, you guys knocked it out of the park. Yeah, every time freaking, uh, I don't know, uh, who are we talking about here? Aerosmith uh, what? plays a show. Did uh, the newspapers print another incredible show by Aerosmith? No, we know. We know that Aerosmith played an incredible show. I think last they night. do in Boston. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they they still cover it uh, when Aerosmith's on tour, uh, even when they're not playing in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. North Carolina, uh, Durham, the, North Carolina was yeah. rocked last night. Yeah, by well, Love the, and an the people of Boston uh, like to hear how their hometown heroes are doing out there mm-hmm. on the road. Tom, mm-hmm. this makes me think of uh, one thing that leads to another thing. Yeah. Number one, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just I'm going to give you my train of thought here. Okay. Aerosmith uh-huh. going on their farewell tour. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and the, the I think the tagline is like, you think we're kidding? Dream on. Oh, okay. And they're serious like, about Yeah, it. like the HBO show. Yeah, exactly. And then- uh, fans of that. <laughs> I, I bet Steven watch. Tyler watched them, Brian watch in the tour and, bus. Yeah. Uh, this makes me think of the announcement, I believe today- Mm-hmm. Uh, harrowing news, Tom. Billy Joel mm-hmm. will be playing his last oh, no. show of his Madison Square Garden residency, I think, like sometime next year. But he's going to stop at 150 shows. Okay. Uh, so then that that's when we can start and uh, unseat his uh, chair. Now we know uh, where we have to hit 150 yeah. shows. No problem. It's a lot easier to achieve a goal mm-hmm. when, when you it, know what it is. Exactly. You can see it. Yeah, then we'll get started, and now we yeah. can we now we can tackle it with the right with the right plan. We, we've got our goal in mind to beat Billy Joel once and for all. Uh, is he retiring? He's also selling his uh-huh. house on Long Island. Yeah, I, I did see that. Which has <laughs> that, that they do cover in the, <laughs> in the but, New yeah. York newspapers. Um, 
it kind of seems like he's retiring a little yeah. bit. He's moving to, they say he's primarily going to live in Florida. They, they said he's moving out. Uh yeah well I mean he's from Long Island he has to go retire in Florida that's the law you don't have to do that when you have uh, hundreds <laughs> of millions of dollars I know his brother in law stole some of it yeah yeah but, but that's before he, the hundred and fifty uh, yeah. show run at Madison yeah I'm Square sure Garden. he makes a few bucks from all those shows mm-hmm. um yeah you don't have to move to Florida Billy Joel you can just get a house in Florida yeah you can get a house somewhere else it might not have a bowling alley like the one on Long Island. Yeah. Well, uh, I think in Florida, you know, some areas of Florida, you don't have basements because of the flooding. Right. Was a bowling alley in the basement? No, I think it was a Wow, an upstairs bowling alley. Yeah. It's on the third floor. (laughs) You could hear it all throughout the house. That's why he's moving, actually. (laughs) This bowling is driving me crazy. Public bowling alley, too. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, Well, uh, you're asking for trouble, then. Priced right, too, Tom. Yeah? Still reasonable prices. Okay. You can bring a date there on a Friday night. Oh, yeah. Did you ever go bowling with your fiance? Uh, Yeah, sure. I have been bowling, not just the two of us. Yeah. But uh, we went to uh, uh, Paul McKenna's uh, birthday party. That was at a bowling alley. That's true. Yeah. Well, and and she she doesn't think any less of me. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go bowling on a on a romantic date with my wife. Yeah, you can make it happen. Yeah, do it before BJ moves down south, though. Yeah. <sighs> Tom, mm-hmm. you want to get right into it? Tim, let's get into it. Cause look, we 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 were we made a solemn vow that we were going to cover all the big summer movie releases coming out this summer. And then uh, we thought we foolishly thought we could do it in one episode, right? And we didn't, and then we were like, "Well, surely two will be yeah. enough." No, and uh, the second one was so uh, draining mm-hmm. that that we had to take <laughs> we a had break, to take with a week <laughs> off. <laughs> Christine, yeah, pull pull an episode from the vault. That episode was recorded uh, seventeen years ago. <laughs> oddly enough, it, if uh, anybody noticed, it's if it sounded kind of like scratchy and uh, and we sounded so youthful, mm-hmm. it didn't sound like somebody drained a bunch of our blood. <laughs> I am curious. Do you uh, get more blood or like you get less blood as you age, right? No, I think you have the same amount of blood all not all uh, the time. Not not when you're a look baby. Look at a very old man. You think that guy's got as much blood as you and I? Well, it's not like the blood is going somewhere unless they're like you think getting it's the cut same a lot. Blood day day in and day out in your body. You think you have the same blood that you See, had when you were a baby? You think an old man doesn't make as much blood and just has less blood? Yes. Because I don't think, I think your body always has kind of the same amount of blood in it. <laughs> you, you know, like we should ask a doctor or a registered <laughs> nurse or something or a physician's assistant when they go, sometimes I bet you go to draw blood from a little person, you just go, you hit a vein, it goes, <laughs> <laughs> just dust fills yeah. up the syringe. Yeah. Uh, I like after they take my blood for a test, I like to say, uh, I'm going to get that back, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, give me that back. And then uh, when they laugh, I get real in. mad. No, uh, I want it back in my body, not a not a vampire. This thing. one uh, physician's assistant mm-hmm. um, was uh, she kept making the same joke, or she, not even it wasn't even a joke. I don't think she would even call it a joke, but she was just like, "Hey, okay, <laughs> we're just gonna do this." <laughs> 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 it was it was inappropriate for a doctor. It's like office. the second time she's going through. It's like I I know yeah. the setup, but she was heightening line. it. Like right. it was, like I knew getting... it's eventually going to wind up with the irrit. But she was making it grosser, oh, more wow. scatological. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, she's probably got a good uh, idea of anatomy and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was putting that that degree to good use. Yeah. I don't know. She just kept saying like, "Yeah, before you get out of here, I'm going to steal some blood from you." <laughs> Oh, that's what she said? Yeah. Oh, but that I, is suspicious. Yeah. That was the joke? Wow. Yeah, and she said it numerous times. And she's like, all right, well, just take your height, okay? Do you get this at your checkups, mm-hmm. uh, your your uh, yearly physicals? Oh, I, I think I they take my height anymore. I get annual physicals. No, they don't take my height. They <laughs> ask me my height, which is like, yeah. why do you, I've been here a few years. Like, uh, And you say 6'5". Yeah. Um, but then... Uh, and she rolls her eyes. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to have to steal some blood from you. Um, <laughs> and uh, all they really do is just like ask me if I'm okay and then take some blood. Uh-huh. Is that what that is? 
Um, yeah, I think at my physicals. They're like, you good? And I'm just like, yeah, I think so. And they're like, okay, you steal some blood from me and we're going to get you Yeah, out of yeah, here. it's blood. You know, they, they'll check your blood pressure. Yeah. They'll, they'll listen to your ticker a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, I think they kind of rely on you to to tell them, like, you know, if anything's going on, anything mm. feels off, anything you're concerned about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you expect? I don't trust do? myself. Like you, you know, want, like, like a whole body X-ray done. I'm paying a lot for this, Tom. Yeah. Oh, well, isn't it free with uh, health insurance? Like one one year. Not of this checkup? place. Wow. Well, it should be if they're stealing your blood. Yeah, but they're also telling me the aristocrats. <laughs> um, blood comes from bones. Am I getting this right? That's where blood comes from. Tom, we're gonna get letters. How do you? Uh, where does more blood get made? Marrow. That's what I think, but yeah. how does it get out of the bones? I don't. I think we've been misled a little <laughs> bit about bones. In what way? <laughs> I don't disagree, but in... I don't think they're as hard as we've been led to believe. We're not hard. I think they're might they might be more porous than like mm. I think of a bone as like a rock. Right. I don't think that's that's accurate. Yeah, I mean, you think about, well, you're a vegetarian, so you don't see, like, animal bones very often. But, like, yeah, you know, you're eating, like, chicken wings or something. It's like, eh, these are... Uh... I can see how blood could come out of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Squeeze out of that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's... Uh, how does your body know if you need more blood or less blood? And what does it do if you need less? I mean, I don't know. Ask an old man. Yeah. Well, yeah, you might be like, uh, trust me, when you need more blood, your body tells you. <laughs> My body's been telling me for for 30 years. <laughs> that lady, uh, you know, uh, that guy goes in there, so I'm going to steal some blood for you. He's like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any to spare. <laughs> the other nurse already stole my watch. <laughs> uh, Telling stories, you old man. <laughs> you weren't wearing a watch when you came in here. <laughs> Sure I was. It was given to me by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. (laughs) Summer movies. Summer movies. Hollywood. Part three. Well, Tim, we we did we only cover two movies last week or uh, two weeks ago. We we stopped right before some of the biggest bangers uh, coming out this summer. Tom, can we make a pact? Mm -hmm. If we don't finish this list this week, (laughs) we'll just stop. No, we're going to keep going as long as it takes. All right. I think we can get through this list. Uh, But let's start with with a certified banger, even before it comes out. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. In theaters July 12th. Yeah. Uh, Or I think it's Dead Reckoning Part 1. Is that the official title? Yeah, because it's the first of a two-parter. Yeah. As it's... Yeah. All right. What is this? Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes descriptions. Uh, So it says, am I... Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. This is the first of a two-parter, as its title indicates. Yeah, but I think I didn't copy it right. That's why I think it might be Dead Reckoning Part 1. The latest installment of the Mission Impossible franchise sees the return of the IMF team led by Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt. We don't know much about the film's premise or the nature of this particular impossible mission, but you'll definitely see Tom Cruise ride a motorcycle off a cliff in it. Yeah, we all know a lot about the film's premise because they're still writing it right now. <laughs> it's going to be told through uh, ADR <laughs> while, while characters' backs are turned to the camera. Why do they make the Mission Impossible movies that way? They're like, well, we better get started on these stunts. No time to think of the story first. And then we'll figure out how to link all these stunts together. Yeah, and especially like the the stories in the Mission Impossible movies... Like, I would like to sit down and, like, take notes one day because they're not complicated stories, but they are complicated enough so that I think, like, you don't follow it and and realize, like, oh, wait a minute. If that's the case, why didn't the guy just say something (laughs) or why didn't he just go to this place in the first place? Yeah, I think we... Uh, I think everybody just has a tacit understanding mm-hmm. and an agreement that we're all going to go into this and just be like, there's going to be a plot and they're going to like be like, oh, there's twists and turns. 
but we just want to see yeah. Tom Cruise like hang off the side of an airplane and stuff. Yeah, and the you know the movie theaters aren't going to sell tickets to just like a forty five minute stunt show. <laughs> I mean, I would love it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, especially if they they charge less. It'd be cheaper to make the movies. Uh, it'd be great. Um, Tom Cruise really pulled off uh, an amazing feat, huh? Yeah, uh, he's so beloved. Uh, Despite all the unpleasantness. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, I'll see occasionally people who are like, uh, like, they must keep all this from Tom Cruise. He doesn't know how bad they are. It's like Tom Cruise is number two at Scientology. He is way, way up there. They gave him a, like, souped up motorcycle and everything. Several. But he's, like, best friends with David Miscavige. Mm. Like, I... I'm sure the boring stuff he doesn't get involved in, but uh, I and he's also like a control freak. So there's no way he's part of this organization and doesn't and is like, oh, but you can keep stuff from me. Keep me in the dark about things. Yeah. The thing that like and like he doesn't know that everybody's talking about (laughs) it. He's in the movie industry and he's like, I have to see every movie before it comes out. (laughs) Uh, he's an odd man. Yeah. Um, but he's determined to die on film (laughs) and, uh, you know, I'll be there. I think he doesn't think he can die. I, and he might be right. Yeah. There's no proof that Tom Cruise can die. Yeah. Um, I was reading, yeah, we, we talked about, uh, two weeks ago, the flash movie and I was mentioning how there's, uh, like all these random people coming out and uh, saying like, ah, I got to see a, an advanced screening of the flash. Wow. What a movie. And Tom Cruise is one of the people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not even like the same studio that puts out uh, uh mission impossible. Mission impossible. Yeah. Like it, just kind of weird. Um, but then I read that apparently this, that whole, like all, and like Stephen King saw it the other day. I was like, why, why is Stephen King tweeting about the flash? Uh, and people were pointing out there, like Stephen King doesn't tweet about all the movies that are made out of his stuff. But, but here he is tweeting he about tweets the flash. about a lot of stuff. That's true. I um, should take away his, uh, Twitter account, his family. His family should. Yeah. Uh, like- I think Elon Musk was trying to. No, he wanted him to. He gave him the blue check mark. Yeah, but uh, he tried to make him pay the eight dollars first. Oh, yeah, and it's like all right, I'll pay it. Um, but uh, I read that apparently the reason why all these celebrities and stuff are being shown this movie and talking about it is that they're doing this in lieu of Ezra Miller having to do a press tour ah. because they know. Like we can't have Ezra Miller go on these talk shows. Like all, all they're going to be asked about is all the crazy stuff that they've been accused of. All the crimes, yeah, all the crimes that they've been charged with. Uh, So they know they can't do that. Uh, Although I would think they could uh, get uh, Michael Keaton to go out, and uh, and maybe he will later in the. Uh, Michael Keaton will Mm -hmm. be like, I didn't see the thing, but uh... (laughs) yeah. But they'll they'll pay him and he'll go out and and say yeah it's great, yeah. Maybe um, Michael Keaton is past that point. I don't know. He he made a cameo in the Morbius movie. Tim, Tom, I saw the commercial mm-hmm. for Batman. Uh, nope, the Flash. Right with you Batman. Know, yeah, two Batmans. Ben Affleck's in this movie. Yeah. Tom. Ben. Not only is Ben Affleck. Nobody in the told movie. me Ben Affleck was was gonna be yeah. back. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe the last time we get to see Batfleck. Uh, not only is he back, Tim, you can't really see it in the commercial because, uh, you know, everything's moving so fast, but he's wearing a uh, gray and blue Batman suit, like uh, like the cartoon Batman. Oh, yeah. That's very exciting. You're very much into the costume choices. Yeah, I'm very much into the costume choices, Tim. Well... How do we get back to the flesh? We're talking about uh, oh. Mission Impossible. Well, I was just I was just talking about marketing and how they're doing oh, yeah. uh, marketing for this thing. You trick me into talking about comic book <laughs> movies all the time. But I don't know if they're just like straight up, hey, Tom Cruise, we'll we'll pay you to tweet about how good the Flash is, or if it's a, hey, you I mean, do us a favor, thing. we'll do you a favor. Remember that lady that got nominated for an Oscar because like. Uh, uh, everybody oh, felt bad. Everybody was like, "This was a tour de force, or whatever." This no. this last, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> wait, what was I? No, now I'm genuinely curious. Uh, oh, what was her name? She was uh, 
see people who in the know uh-huh. here. I don't need, they had to make a new rule. Uh, <laughs> they had to get Bill Maher in to the Oscars and do a new rule. <laughs> oh wow! About how you can campaign because there was uh, a woman I forget her name, mm-hmm. Riseborough, Andrea Riseborough okay. or something. Yeah. She was in a movie. Um, she was in an, in an indie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like not a lot of people saw it. I think yeah. Mark Maron was in it. I hear he gave a good performance in it. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, um, he is a decent actor. Uh, and uh, then suddenly all these uh, big stars started mm-hmm. tweeting like, Andrea Riseborough in, I wish I knew the name of the yeah. movie, uh, is a tour de force, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. like, uh, this is an under, and like right before like oh, Oscar, Oscar nominations yeah. were coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, or being decided, um, and then somebody like people realize like oh these aren't all using like the same language, <laughs> right? Like, like literally like these, and it turns out like her agency was getting other agency clients to do this, and like mm-hmm. got enough buzz yeah. through that that uh, she got an that, Oscar hey, nomination. Hey, we're talking about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I said her name, which I'm like sixty percent <laughs> sure I got right. Um, but, but how did that happen? Like, uh, how did her agency get so behind her? Like, was she, you know, somebody's niece or something? No, and, I mean, they represent her. They want. But how'd they get all these other big, bigger names? Because they're also clients of that agency. Yeah, but why don't they say, hey, uh, Andrea Ricefellow, why don't we, uh, uh, you know, we got to try and get Tom Cruise an Oscar? This year, we don't. We, you know, unfortunately, we don't have uh, time to promote you for an Oscar. Well, they didn't. They chose her. That's what I'm saying. How'd they choose her? Because she gave Who a good performance know? in the movie. Who her she agent. Know? She what, knows her agent. What, whose palms did she grease? I don't know. She's greasing Damn, some palms. This is palms. the way Hollywood works, man. Tom, I'm so glad you're here to tell me how Hollywood works. <laughs> Tim. Boy, huh, I could see you right now getting off the uh, getting uh, off the bus on Sunset wide. Boulevard, <laughs> getting taken in by the first uh, uh, kindly face you see. Unbelievable. Uh, so yeah, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Have you watched a trailer for this one? Uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. This is this is my problem with the. With... <laughs> I don't think I may have, or I I may be thinking of another Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, was, I I don't know what happens in each one, mm. um, but um, I'm a little bit again like so they've already released like a lengthy behind the scenes yeah. featurette mm-hmm. about this one motorcycle stunt. Yeah, which I. The, the, like a movie, this movie isn't a movie, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, if you go and see the movie in the theater, mm-hmm. that's not like the full experience is that, and then being like, and if you watch the behind the scenes stuff, you'll see that they actually practically did this. And, yeah. blah, and like, to me, it's just like, can't something just be contained? Do we have to watch all these? And so, it's like when you watch a show on HBO. And the, the episode's over, this. and then it's like, now we're going to have five minutes of all the actors and the director and writer explaining what just happened. Yeah, I love that. Why don't you just watch the episode and know all that stuff? I know, but I still like to hear the people who are involved with yeah, their take on it. At least put is. it in a different section. Don't what? put it right on in it's the same fine. file. It's fine. It's after the credits, the same uh. file. <laughs> um yeah, I do agree because I, I that's why I asked if you had seen the actual trailer because uh, I, I watched it the other day and and of course I had watched that. It was like a 12 minute behind the scenes yeah. of how they did that stunt. Um, and for anybody who hasn't seen this, this 12 minute sequence, they built this huge ramp off like a cliff um, and he rode a dirt bike, it seemed like, or a motorcycle, uh, very fast. Maybe the one David Miscavige gave him. <laughs> oh, he'd be mad then, Tim, because I don't think they got that motorcycle back. Because mm. uh, he drives it right off the ramp, and you go, "Oh no, he you ran out of road." What are you doing? Yeah. But guess what? He's got a parachute on his back, and he pulls the parachute. I understand, and that's thrilling, by the way, right? Yes. I understand why they want to do that, though, mm-hmm. because like, if this movie came out in like 1986, you'd be like, well, the only way that they could have possibly right. done that is if he did that. Yeah. But, you know, there's so much, Tom, 
I don't know if you know, there's computer trickery in movies. And what, it's really getting but goat. But that's what I was going to say. When you watch the actual trailer, he's not jumping off a ramp. He's jumping off a cliff. Like they right. use CGI to Take replace the ramp, the ramp yeah. and make it just look like a cliff, which I feel like is like, well, then you, you could do the whole thing in CGI. Like, do if you're going to do it practically, try and do everything practically. Uh, Build... Not- Build a fake cliff or whatever. Right. But also, I feel like in the trailer, because I, I watched a video that I think uh, showed like uh, side by side, like the behind the scenes and then the, the yeah. scene from the trailer. I think I could be wrong, but I think also you could see they like digitally added a parachute to his back. Like the parachute he had on, you couldn't really see, okay. which you would think would be ideal. You would think of anything. They're going to take that parachute out. And it's like, oh, he had this like little tiny Mission Impossible type Yeah, uh, but it's got, it's got a read on screen. Now people are like, well, why isn't he falling to his death? Oh, is there a parachute there? I, I, well, the, he pulls the parachute like two seconds later. So you mm-hmm. see it. I'm just saying I, it, all or nothing. I, and I go the same way. I've told throwing down the gauntlet. You hear that cruise all or nothing. <laughs> well, but I say the same thing about like uh, you know the the latest uh, Marvel movies and stuff. Where it's like uh, that last Ant Man movie. Eh, just make the whole thing CG. Yeah, <laughs> like it seems like it was just kind of a pain in the ass to like put green screened actors into this stuff. Eh, just make the whole thing CG. I'm kind of surprised we aren't at the point where. Uh, like uh, superhero movies. I mean, I guess the new Spider-Verse movies coming out and that's all CG. I'm kind of surprised that there aren't more like that. And or and even just like realistic CG. Yeah, I mean, they want to do that, yeah. of course. Well, they should do it. Hey, read freaking Justine Bateman's uh, tweet <laughs> threads about how um, AI and uh, everything is going to take over um, and CGI. And like uh, CGI, CGI has taken over. Yeah, but how it's just like, hey, uh, actors are just going to start licensing their likeness. Yeah, and then uh, the hottest actor will be in four hundred movies a year. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, they're doing stuff like that already with like digital doubles, Mm -hmm. where uh, you know people who are who don't want to be Tom Cruise jumping out of an airplane. They go, oh, yeah, that's fine. Actually, we would prefer that you don't do that because if you get hurt, then we have to shut down the whole production. Right, but if some guy gets hurt. If some guy gets you know, chopped up by the helicopter yeah, blades, it doesn't uh, matter. Bury his uh, bones in the desert. <laughs> yeah. uh, because they can just very easily put uh, that the actor's face uh, on these Yeah, no, persons. I know about the masks in the Mission Impossible <laughs> no, movie. There, no, uh, there was a very realistic wolf blitzer mask that they used in the last one. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. Do you incredibly... think Wolf Blitzer will be returning for the <laughs> Dead Reckoning? I forgot that there's there's a scene in the last Mission Impossible where it's Tom Cruise, right, wearing I an incredibly so. realistic uh, Wolf, Wolf Blitzer mask. Yeah, and this is how sucked in I got to this freaking movie. <laughs> I was like, well, Wolf Blitzer wasn't actually in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, I remember getting they, had, they like, had to license his likeness. I hate when journalists go in movies. Oh, so like, me too. And like when I saw this, I was like, "Of course, freaking Wolf Blitzer, like yeah. the worst journalist on earth, too." And like, and then I was like, "Well, you know, no, he he didn't. It's not like Wolf Blitzer went to the set of the movie. <laughs> right, it was he a just guy licensed his face <laughs> for them to make a mask." Yeah, it is pretty funny too. Uh, because Wolf Blitzer is super short. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that Tom Cruise wasn't like, find out who the tallest newsman is, and uh, that's who I'm going to be when, when he takes the mask who off. Who is the tallest newsman? Is Anderson Cooper tall? I bet he's like now, 6'1". I, no, I think he's like normal, like 5'10", 5'11", yeah. something like that. Yeah. Well, I met Wolf Blitzer once. He's He was teeny. Yeah, yeah. I, put, I picked him up. I put him in my pocket. Yeah, I mean, he's on the verge of not having much blood in him, right? <laughs> Because like an older he's fella. Yeah. He's not that old. I think he's still probably got a regular amount of blood in him. Hmm. When when I met him, uh like my back was uh to him and and somebody came over and they're like, Tom, I'd like you to meet Wolf Blitzer and I went, Oh <laughs> <laughs> thought, thought there was an actual yeah, wolf. An actual wolf. Yeah, and I turned around, and I was like, What are you talking about? Nobody's here. He's like, Down here. Uh, oh, there he is. 
little, a wolf little guy all, is what man. I'm trying to a say. A little man. Uh, and uh, apparently a fantastic actor. Yeah, I mean, when you have one He tricked Tom you Cruise. into thinking he was Tom Cruise. <laughs> he really did. I wonder if he gets credited in the movie like uh, uh, Wolf Blitzer as Ethan Hunt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Wolf Blitzer as Ethan Hunt. Who's that one guy from New York One? Uh, Pat Kiernan? Yeah, he's in He's a, in every single freaking yeah. movie. Anderson Cooper's in like every movie yeah. too. That should be illegal. Yeah, I hate when they do that. Yeah, it's confusing because then I think the movie's really happening. <laughs> no, I just hate it because... Uh, I, I think it's unprofessional for a news yeah. person to do. And not like these people are actual news people at this point. You don't think that Wolf Blitzer's like pounding the paint, like shoe leather, <laughs> showing up at places with a derby hat with the press card in it? No, I don't think so. I think he gets, uh, I don't know, put in like some little vault at the end of the night <laughs> in CNN headquarters. And then in the morning, you know, the, the custodian opens it up and takes him out. Fills him up with blood for the day and sends him on his way. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you... Uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the positive. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we 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 think it's uh, something anyone can uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tim, uh, the weekend, no, not, yes, no, Strong start to the second segment, Tom. <laughs> the, the week after the, uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is what I would argue is the biggest weekend of, of movies in, in the history? summer. history? Not in history, surely, but uh, uh, for, for this summer, maybe. Because July 21st, we have Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie. These are two separate movies. Oppenheimer. It's not one movie called Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie, we'll start with Tom. Yeah. Oscar nominee Greta Gerwig, uh, mm-hmm. the ladybird herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, well, she's not. <laughs> no, she, the director of Ladybird yeah. herself. Uh, directs this long in development adaptation of the iconic doll brand in this meta comedy about one particular Barbie, Margot Robbie, who ventures into the real world with Ken. Played by Ryan Gosling. The, the goose. The goose. Uh, the goose is the Ken. The goose is loose. Uh, yeah, the goose is loose being Ken. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. this is a movie that is incredibly hyped. Yeah. Um, and are we all going to like pretend like, oh, yeah, this lived up to all the expectations? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I don't. I mean, Little Women was good, and Little Greta Gerwig did that. The Lady Bird was good. Yeah, I, I may have liked. Uh, I think everything she's done. Uh, and this, what I think is making people so interested in this movie is she's a very like uh, not odd, but like unexpected choice for. You would expect the Barbie movie to be directed by some first time like director that nobody's ever heard of because it's like, yeah, it's it to sell Barbies. Right. Or some journeyman or something. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody who's been at the game. Not an auteur. Right. Uh, not she's somebody. established herself to be. Yeah. And she's never done like a big. I, I guess you could argue maybe Little Women's like a big brand. Yeah. But she's not done uh, any kind of other adaptations that I'm aware of. Right. Uh, everything's been like pretty original, pretty indie. So for her to then be like, uh, you know, uh, working with Mattel to make right. uh, to make something like this, which which was interesting to people. But then I think when when the trailers came out and the posters and stuff, people saw like, oh, shit. But it looks like what you would think a Barbie movie would look like. Right. So now it's very interesting to people. Yeah, I can see that it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I just also feel like it's like, remember when like a band like U2 mm -hmm. will be like, hey, we're going to get meta and like we're going to do the pop album. We're going to yeah. be a pop band now. Uh -huh. And everybody's just like, I wish you just. We're, we're going to have uh, that song Lemon. Yeah. That's a Lemon. good song. I like that song. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and, uh, Numb. Remember Numb? I feel Numb. It was a good album. It was good. But like... I like when they did that. It was kind of like... I don't know. It's like when... I think Jewel did that at one point too where she's mm -hmm. like, I'm not a folk uh, artist yeah. anymore. I'm a pop star. And it's just like... Well, no, and, who, and who could forget Garth Brooks? Chris Gaines. Yeah. Uh, when are we going to get the actual re-release of that uh, Chris Gaines record? You know, it's out of print. It's hard to find. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Huh. I I would guess maybe never is the answer because uh, he probably controls whether or not that uh, goes into uh, print again. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you can find the look, MP3s. I'm going to see the Barbie movie. Mm -hmm. But, like, a movie... Mm -hmm can only be so good. Right. And I feel like a lot of people's emotions are tied up in this being like a, a mind-blowing film. Mm -hmm. um, and I think people are going to uh, just be like, yeah, great. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like really you're going to see behind their eyes like you, this did not live up to your expectations. Yeah. And it might have been a great movie, mm -hmm. but like you got to go in with realistic expectations. Here. Yeah. I mean, I am. This movie's not going to fill a hole in your life. I imagine it's still going to be like a big studio is not going to let her make this movie. And uh, if she's like, and, and here's my pitch, it's going to be like a, a movie, like a couple of 40 year old guys who do a podcast would like to go see. I don't know, man. Like it's co-written by her partner, Noah yeah, Baumbach. That's true. And, that, and that's like, what his pitch is for every movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would think that they'd be like, okay, right. And eight year old girls, right? <laughs> Uh, and she's oh yeah 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 and eight year old girls they'll love to see it too. Yeah. I imagine it's still gonna primarily be directed at eight year old girls, but it's gonna have a lot of like adult jokes. Like there's a, there's a joke in the, the trailer about <laughs> there's a joke in the trailer about like we're gonna have a beach off. I'm gonna beach you off. Like you can't beach me off. I Not can really. beach myself off. Where it's like a kid, you know, it's gonna go over their head, but uh, an adult. Might choke from laughing. Yeah, so hard. I mean, I'm laughing because it sounds like yeah. beating off. What? Yeah, I'm sure that was like some punch up that somebody uh, pitched, made into the trailer. Yeah. Uh, well, they want people to know, like, hey, you think this is just it for kids? Be ribald. No, we're we're they're going to be talking about beating off in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna go see it. <laughs> Now you can go see it, forty-year-old podcasters. Yeah, maybe. Uh, have you seen uh, the the controversy 
that uh, some people are up in arms that the goose, Ryan Gosling, is too old to be Ken. Oh, man. A man can't take a role in a movie. <laughs> uh-huh, without being criticized about his age. Exactly. Sick. Sick, yeah. yeah. Let, let, I mean, how old is the goose, 38? <laughs> uh, no, I think he's around our age. I think yeah. he's like 41, 42. Okay. How tall is he, Tom? I don't know. I, don't I know. would guess six one. Okay. That would be my guess. I think he's 5'11". Okay. That's he, my, he that's he my he guess. He might be. Um, and I think also like, people uh, were excited about Margot Robbie because it's like, oh, yeah, she looks like Barbie. But yeah. She, but she's a good actress. Like, and then there's that actress that also looks like Margot Robbie that's in the movie. Yeah, Emma Mackey. Yeah. And uh, it sounds, it seems like maybe she's playing uh, uh, Skipper, uh, right. Barbie's little sister, which would make sense. Mm-hmm. And it would be great. Uh, I also read an article. Have you seen? You've seen the trailer for this movie. I have. I not the beaching off part though. Oh wow! Well, you, you gotta watch the Red Band trailer. <laughs> um, so uh, I think it, it might even be like the opening gag in the trailer that uh, she uh, takes her shoes off and her, her, uh, her feet are feet no are longer still, arched. Yeah. Uh, like she's wearing high heels because that's what Barbie dolls are like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read an article about a. Uh, uh, apparently foot fetishists were selling out IMAX screenings oh, uh, just to watch that trailer. Cool. And beach off to it. <laughs> Look. I, uh, There's something for everyone in this movie. I think Greta Gerwig is uh, one of uh, the most exciting young talents out yeah. there. Um, and maybe this movie will be good. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a lot of hype. I'm always worried when there's a lot of hype. It's true. Because it doesn't mean the movie won't be good. Right. Just want everybody's expectations in check. Yeah. All right, you hear that, everybody? And it it does seem like, uh, it seems, which is good, that the trailer is only really showing probably what happens in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. Because it seems like the the plot is basically, like, Barbie lives in Barbie world or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then she comes to the real world, and, you know, it's like Elf or whatever, like a fish Uh, out of water. The Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, the Brady Bunch movie where people are like, hey, you can't do that. And she's like, but I have a dream house or whatever. Mm And that's a joke. <laughs> that's good. Um, <laughs> um, between, between that joke and the beating off <laughs> run from earlier. But uh, I, I worry that the rest of the movie might be kind of boring. Yeah. That that people might be like, ah, I wish the whole movie took place in like that neon colored crazy no, no, world. You, don't. you um, think you do, but you don't. It also seems like Will Ferrell is playing the same role he did in the Lego movie. Yeah. In this movie where he's like I didn't a Mattel make it, executive. I didn't make it to the point in the Lego movie where he is a human. Yeah. It, it happens. You find out he's like a. He's a dad. Right? Yeah. He might even dad. be like a Lego executive or something. Yeah. I, I can't remember it exactly. I watched it on a plane, and it was just too much. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're easily overstimulated. I am, and especially up that high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Tim, if Barbie isn't your speed, maybe Oppenheimer will be. Christopher Nolan takes on his first true biopic. Hey, what do you think about these people that say biopic? I was just about to ask the same question. Sick, right? Yeah, I have a good friend that does it, though. What? Well, have you corrected them? No. I'm afraid. Because it's not, it's not, it's a biographical picture, a biopic. Yeah, but biopic sounds cool. No, it doesn't. It sounds like bionic, which is cool. Which is cool. Yeah, but I hear- Stuff that sounds like cool stuff is cool. No, because you hear somebody say biopic, and you're like, oh, what was that? And you leave the conversation you were in to go over, like, I think this guy's got bionic implant. I'd like to hear more about it. And then you find out he's just talking about Oppenheimer. Yeah. And you're like, "Ah, I'd like to talk about Oppenheimer too. It also sounds like biopsy, which is stressful. You know, like we don't want to, yeah. So it's a biopic. It's a biopic. Maybe I should start correcting my good friend. (laughs) Um, uh, His first true biopic, I guess they're not counting the Batman movies as biopics. Uh, With this look at the life of theoretical physicists, I think he, no, he was a physicist. It's not yeah. like it's not theoretical. I, uh J. Robert Oppenheimer, played by frequent Nolan collaborator uh Killian Murphy. 
Killian, Cillian, Killian. I it was Cillian. Chillian? Silly. Silly Murphy. Uh, I'm glad that... Uh, so, uh, Robert Oppenheimer is a weird. Yeah. Because they got a weird to play him. <laughs> they sure did. And his contributions to the creation of the first atomic bomb. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh... Uh, Cillian Murphy. Let's just call him Murphy. <laughs> Murph. Murph. Uh, Murph's a weird guy because he's one of those guys. I mean, I think there's is like he a handsome. Do people think a, he's handsome? I was gonna say, I think he's got the the great uh the 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 mix of features you want in Hollywood. Where some angles, it's like, wow, that's a handsome guy, and then other angles, like, that's a weird guy. Um, and then, you know, depending on the lens and the lighting, they can decide, like, do we want him to be handsome in this or like, uh, uh, distressing to look at? Well, then why didn't freaking Christopher Nolan, uh, cast him as Two-Face? You cast him as the Scarecrow. I know, but he should have made him Two-Face. Now nah, he wanted Because then soul. he wouldn't need makeup. He just changed the lighting a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had, uh, old, uh, what's his name? Aaron... Eckert. Eckhart, yeah, as uh, Two-Face. He promised him. Yeah. You know why? He doesn't, bre- he doesn't break a promise. Tom, his face got fucked up. <laughs> it, it really did, Tim. It got fucked up to the point where, like, the whole movie, I'm thinking, like, yeah, I mean, this guy can't survive, like, this very long. Like, he can't be out here doing shit. He's going to get an infection. Yeah. Like, Batman, just let nature take its course yeah. or just touch his face for a second <laughs> i'll go home <laughs> yeah uh he must have been shot up full of drugs or something because yeah. like in the, a little crazy in the cartoon and the comics and stuff it's like his face is melted with acid mm. so it's like it's you know the, the uh deformity has already happened and it's set it's like set yeah but this it's like no all the skin's gone it's just muscle and bone and it's like you can't you can't be or you can't be hanging around like guy. that it's not a guy yeah i've never seen a guy like that <laughs> me neither thank god <sighs> i mean thank god for that guy too i wouldn't want anybody to go through that yeah what do you mean, thank God for that guy? <laughs> the theoretical guy. Thank God he doesn't exist. <laughs> Two-Face? Yeah. That's the only reason you're glad Two-Face doesn't exist? No, if you were at a restaurant uh, and you saw a guy. <laughs> a Two-Face? A Two-Face guy and half his face yeah, was he's just. he's eating soup and it's just falling yeah. out the side and of his face. I think you'd prefer like, I wish that didn't happen to that guy. Poor guy, right? Yeah. But I'd also not want to pity. You know, he probably doesn't right. want my pity. But yeah, well, uh, he might flip a coin to decide uh, if he wants your pity or or, yeah. or if he's going to kill you that day. Oppenheimer, Tom, mm-hmm. looks boring, right? Um, There's like the, uh, they, I think, blew up real atomic bombs or something. Or they want us to believe this. Yeah, I don't completely understand. Like, exactly. There's no special effects. All the bombs are real. Yeah. But they're not giving it. They're not giving enough detail to if they really just were like, yeah, we worked with the government. We blew up an atomic bomb. I feel like they would be shouting that we'd be seeing behind the scenes specials about it now and stuff. Right. Whereas the marketing is weird where it's like Christopher Nolan said he wanted to actually blow up an, an atomic bomb. And we said, we'll figure out how to make it work. And like, that's where they leave it. Right. So, not exactly sure what the deal is, but I'm excited to see it. Yeah, are you excited to see the film? Yeah, I mean, I've always... I I like all of Christopher Nolan's movies. You like Tenet? Um, I didn't really understand what was happening in Tenet. Tenet is probably my least favorite Nolan yeah. movie. Just because that one... And that's why I'm kind of excited to see this, because I kind of feel like this is like playing it straight a little bit more, where it, it seems like there's black and white footage... Because uh, I was reading about they had to make a black and white IMAX film, which understandably had never been done before. Because, uh, you know, who who wants to shoot IMAX in black and white? But Christopher Nolan Christopher did. Nolan. It, looks, uh, it looks nice. Um, but I guess like the the real life stuff or the stuff that there's like uh, public accounting of or maybe even footage of, that's all in black and white. And the rest of the movies in color. Uh, wasn't that how Memento worked? Something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So uh, it sounds like that's as like wacky as it gets with uh, 
you know, narrative devices. Memento, good. Yeah. Insomnia, good. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Batman. I gotta sleep. That's what that movie yeah, is. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's, but it's light out. Oh, how am I going to sleep? Oh, I'm, I'm closing the curtains. It's not enough. Uh, the Prestige. That's a Great movie. movie. Good movie. Uh, the Batman's Batman. Uh-huh. Inception. Yeah, I love Inception. You know, did I tell you I watched uh, Inception on a drive-in a couple of years ago? No. Uh, you know what I thought at the end? What? Movie stupid. <laughs> um, I I it was I, good. I liked it. I saw Inception twice in the theaters, and I I forget if it was the first time or the second time. But I was falling asleep because it was like a that was like a long movie. It was a late show, and I fell asleep during the uh, like the end with like the snowmobiles oh, and yeah. stuff. And then I was just having like crazy dreams that I was in Inception and then I'd wake up, I'd wow. be in the movie theater. The movie incepted you. And I thought the movie theater was a dream. Uh. That's the way, look, if you're going to see Inception in the movie theater, <laughs> I recommend going very tired. Yeah, go to sleep during it. Not during the whole thing, just yeah. during just like during the that climax. endless freaking uh, yeah. thing where you don't really know what's going on. Or like you know what's going on enough to be like, all right, I hope this part ends soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot about Dunkirk. Yeah, I I didn't understand the <laughs> what was happening in that either. Yeah, because it was three stories or something. Oh it was yeah, like it nested followed like story. three different soldiers, but kinda. like on different time lines. Yeah, like one was come like it wasn't chronological. Yeah, like, so it was a little confusing because they yeah. were like jumping around. Yeah, it's just like just show the movie, yeah. just show Harry Styles. I'm sure this is going to be the same thing. It's going to like jump around. No, I I can take jumping around. That that's it. No, it sounds like you couldn't. No, there was like a uh, like there was a thing with time in it where he was trying to do something right. Where yeah, like, make it make it feel long. <laughs> it did feel really fucking long. It's yeah. also funny that. Uh, like he cast Harry Styles in that movie, and then uh, for like a couple of years, everybody's like, "Ah, oh, Harry Styles is a very good actor. He must be." Uh, Christopher Nolan put him in that movie, so they put him in some other movies, and then everybody's like, "Oh, no, he's yeah. not a good actor. We can't put him in movies yeah, anymore." So, uh, Christopher Nolan put him in a movie. He's in. The, he's on screen for like uh, thirty seconds. Yeah, he's like, "Oi, I'm Harry." Yeah. And then uh, Olivia Wilde was like, "Let me put him in my movie, and uh, let's not let's uh, also have sex with her. Let's leave my husband, not husband, partner, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, Must have been husband because he served her with papers, right? Well, they have kids together, but Uh, I don't think they ever got married. Uh, And uh, and then we welcome to passing judgment cast." And then we found out about a uh, child out of wedlock. You say? <laughs> well, they they deserved everything that came to them. Uh, he, she made him that uh, salad dressing, the secret salad dressing. Right. Um, Tom, we're not we're not even through July. All right, Oppenheimer. It's gonna be great. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Didn't they already make this movie? Yeah, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um. Disney's latest film based on an amusement park ride is a horror comedy starring Rosario Dawson as a single mother who moves into a new home, only be terrorized by unseen forces and invites a number of people to attempt to exercise it. I haven't I haven't heard a fucking thing about this aside from seeing it in Rotten Tomatoes. No trailer or anything. Tom, I gotta tell you something. What? Is or I gotta ask you something. Is Rosario Dawson mm-hmm. um or uh the official favorite actress of the complete guide to everything. Uh, she might be. She's up there. I, She's I cool. Love Remember her. the time yeah. we saw her in an Apple store yeah. in uh, Los Angeles yeah, with she, two big dogs, <laughs> huge dogs. Yeah. And she was like, "Whoa!" She couldn't control them. Yeah. And, and we were like, like "It's Rosario Dawson." If you weren't Rosario Dawson, they'd tell you to get these fucking dogs out of the <laughs> Apple store. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, ha- haunted mansion. Tom, I also feel like. I'm not saying that this is uh, the case for this film, but you're like, I haven't heard about this. It's like, if something's not written on your comic book blogs, how are you going to hear about it? Because you don't watch linear TV. No, I check out trailers. I I try and watch a lot of trailers. Mm, I don't think you're going to I'm going to watch the trailer for this if it's out. Um, You know, I. uh, What was it? I heard something recently where somebody was talking about. 
like their favorite rides at Disney World. And uh, they were like, did you know they were serious? Like they made a Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Who said this? A YouTuber, you say? Something like that, yeah. It's kids today. Uh, no respect for uh, source material. What is that smell on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Uh, I don't know if it's, it's great. It's like something about like the smoke that they use or something. Yeah, it, I think also like the chlorinated water. Yeah, the vibe, the feeling on that ride is just uh, it's unmatched. It's nice. I, yeah. I went on that in Paris uh, a few months ago. Oh, oh yeah. Paris. All the, all, all the pirates were speaking French. What? Yeah. French pirates. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, well, they, they don't had, seem uh, so scary, though, do they? The huh? Johnny Depp uh, pirate at the end singing Yo-Ho and uh, singing it in French. And all the all the French people were giving him a standing ovation. <laughs> um, the, the French. Do the French love Johnny? Yeah. They love Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah, just like, like yeah, just, like he's kind of like a human Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> exactly. Well, that new movie he's in is a French movie. Yeah, and yeah. he does all those like uh, cologne commercial or like yeah, he uh, does cologne the- commercials. <laughs> French people love cologne. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, he's he's a wino. Like they they <laughs> love shit like that. Like, oh, he he has a drinking problem and treats other people like shit. Welcome to Paris, Johnny Depp. Um, right, we he, has, he has like a home there, too. At yeah. least one. Uh, we can do this, Tom. There's, yes. there's four more on the list. And okay. Two of them seem real boring. All right. Uh, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, opening August 4th. Mm-hmm. Thanks uh, to longtime fans Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, we're getting a new animated reboot of the Ninja Turtles, this time focusing more on the teenage element of the original comics and utilizing a highly stylized animation format similar to the Oscar-winning Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I think it'll be fine, right? Yeah, I mean, it's got like a big cast and... Uh, I, don't know, I feel like there's like a new Ninja Turtles, either live action or animated movie like every, every like three years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they have one of those deals where it's like, if you don't make a movie, you lose the rights. So like, you got to keep doing it. Yeah. Or like, are the rights like non-exclusive where they're going to be like <laughs> any, any, any studio can just make a Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like Nickelodeon mm-hmm. had a Ninja Turtles animated series yeah. and like, when you look up, like the Nickelodeon of our youth, like yeah. Rugrats and yeah, yeah. Doug and Hey Dude and stuff, and you can't do that on television. If you look up at like the, if you look up like the most successful or most popular Nickelodeon shows of all time, mm-hmm. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is number one. It's like that's not a Nickelodeon yeah. show, you idiots. <laughs> well, it, it was later. I mean, same thing. Like Nickelodeon started, you know, copying like the Disney Channel mm-hmm. after our time. So, like, people a little younger than us uh, have nostalgia for all these Nickelodeon shows that we've never even heard of. Yeah. Uh, and they, and they, they should have stopped making kids stuff when we were no longer kids. <laughs> yeah. Who's this? Because the new stuff's confusing. Who's this for? <sighs> I don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, this new Ninja Turtles, it looks like, you know, basically like a reboot for kids today. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, uh, it's it's. I don't know Jackie if Jackie Chan is a voice in it. I guess he's uh, Splinter. Ah, oh, nice. I'm not sure if all the actors playing the Ninja Turtles are teenagers, but they all like legitimately sound like teenagers, which is a little weird. Like hmm. they all kind of have like high pitched voices. Hmm, weird. Okay. But uh, we'll see. Gran Turismo, August 11th. Don't be fooled. This is no straight-up video game adaptation. Instead, it's based on the true story of a teenage gamer whose Gran Turismo skills won him the opportunity to be an actual race car driver. That sounds neat. Yeah. Like uh, race car movies. That almost happened to me. Nah, I didn't know. Did you even have Gran Turismo? No, not with not with a car racing game. <laughs> with that, uh, that uh, game where you had to build the burgers. Oh yeah, you yeah. almost got a that job Commodore building 64 burgers. game. Burger time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. What well, if, if only? What could have been? Huh? Yeah. 
if you got that job making burgers. I applied. I think I applied at uh, McDonald's mm-hmm. and like didn't get and, a call. And, and put that on the resume. <laughs> uh, I've beaten five levels uh, of burger time. Uh, did you ever play Gran Turismo on PlayStation? No, the only thing I know about Gran Turismo is the Cardigans named uh, a record yeah, their, after. Their second or third album? Yeah. And like it was named for the video game because the, they played it on the tour bus a lot, yeah. right? But then the cardigans are cool. Cardigans are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then they uh, have a song in that album called uh, Favorite Game, which is a cool song. You would probably recognize it. It was like used in trailers and stuff yeah. in the 90s. But they use it in, I think, Gran Turismo 2 Whoa. as like the, the, the snake opening. eating its tail. Yeah. Well, just, you know, Gran Turismo and the cardigans shaking hands saying it, we respect each other. I would like. I hope the Cardigans have a cameo. Don't say, don't say things to me like, "Oh, you'd you'd recognize it." I know the Cardigans. Well, you don't know. I the told song you they were cool. Favorite game or my favorite game? You don't even know the name of it. I know it's. I mean, I've got it pretty close. It's one of those two. Uh, yeah, I'll go see that. It's got uh, Stranger Things in it. One of the the old guy from not old guy, but the the older guy from Stranger Things. Not one of the kids. I don't. Uh, oh, the the man. Yeah, the man from <laughs> yeah. Stranger Things is in it. Like the goofball. Yeah, yeah. The, the goofball, goofball in real guy. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his role on uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, he plays the man. He's got a cool apartment that I saw on the internet one time. Oh wow! Yeah. Give a tour of it. I think to... he's uh, married or dating Lily Allen. Uh, They're like has been for a long time. Hmm. Yeah. Strays, August 18th. Ready for dogs talking dirty? Oh, I love movies like this. Will Ferrell leads an all-star voice cast in this decidedly adult live-action animal adventure about a naive border terrier named Reggie who is abandoned by his deadbeat owner and decides to make the trek back home to exact his revenge with a gang of strays by his side. And there's like Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, uh, uh, I, how do you say this? Isla Fisher? Yeah, I, I, so. Isla Fisher? Randall Park, Josh Gad, Will Forte, Harvey Guyen, and Sophia Vergara. 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 <laughs> uh, Vergara. Um, they should make movies like this illegal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 traditionally, you'd think a talking dog movie is for kids, but this is what not for kids. Yeah, I do re- the dogs say fuck? I remember seeing uh, Sausage Party in theaters. Yeah, the Seth Rogen anime. It, it was like one of the few movies I almost walked out of, and I like Seth Rogen. Yeah, but I was just like, this sucks. This is so. And that was full of like talented, funny people. Yeah, and it was just, just like, like those whole. Those premises. Hot dogs look yeah. like dicks. That's the, what yeah. this movie is. That's what the joke is throughout the entire yeah. movie. Uh, so I imagine this is... Yeah, I don't know why they... They don't make these very uh, often. You wouldn't think a carton of milk jacks off, but it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, they weren't, they weren't saying this is real. <laughs> Damn it. Every movie's trying to make you believe that that reality is actually happening. It sounds like you're very all right. You say the milk jacks off when the supermarket opens or closes. I'll believe it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't affects me that much. They don't make. I I guess these are the kind of movies that they make just infrequently enough that somebody doesn't go. Oh, hey. Uh, we should look at like the last time somebody made an adult animated movie. See how well that did. Yeah, I think it does well though. Does it? Maybe. Yeah, I think it does well enough. Cause, yeah, know. yeah. Probably a bunch of people take their kids to it, not realizing what it yeah. is. Oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> and the last one, uh, we, I don't even think uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, August eighteenth. Uh, Cobra Kai, Zolo, uh, Maraduna, Maradunya. I want to say it is. Uh, stars as I think the, that was offensive the way as the titular hero in this DC origin story about a recent college grad who comes into possession of an ancient alien relic that attaches to him and gives him powers beyond his wildest dreams. Okay. Uh, Tim, this was a movie that was supposed to be an HBO Max movie, oh. and uh, they made it around the same time they made that Batgirl movie. And uh, it was kind of like a insult to injury because the Batgirl movie they <laughs> threw out 
And this movie, they uh, decided, uh, was good enough to put in theaters. Wow. Uh, I look forward to uh, seeing it. You're not going to see it. What do you mean? You're not going to go see Blue Beetle? Uh, If it's got a Blue Beetle in it, if it's got an alien that attaches to a guy. Yeah. The guy from Cobra Kai, Tom. Yeah. Well, not just any guy. And he, it's uh, the Jaime, uh, Jaime Reyes version, not the uh, Ted Cord version, if that right. okay. changes anything for you. I've never heard of this uh, this superhero. It's gonna... a somewhat like obscure character. Not super obscure. Like it, It's one of these characters that's like, you know, has fans, is popular with, uh, with people, but, uh, you know, just has never had like a movie or anything. Right. Um, I think, uh, uh, who's in it? There, there are like some funny people in it. Uh, it looks like it's it, like a nice family superhero movie. Great. Bring your family. Uh, I'm not going to bring my family, Tim. They're all grown. <laughs> They're not going to want to go see this. Uh, but I'll, I want to see it. Tom, we did it. We, we got did through it. the list. We got through all the Man, summer what, movies. What a fantastic summer it's going to be. Hooray for Hollywood indeed. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can check out our social media links there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at you. Sorry, I was yawning. I'm very tired. And you can check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide, uh, where you get uh, books of podcasts uh, and uh, all the old episodes of books to podcasts. You name, you get a bonus episode of uh, Tim and Tom and Christine Solve Your Problems uh, that came out last week. You get all that stuff. Patreon.com slash complete guide. You can get uh, all that and more. Uh, Tim, what what movie are you most excited about this summer? I think we covered this. I think uh, Barbie. I think it's going to be uh, the well, best Tim, movie Tim, I don't want seen. you to get too excited, too hyped about no, it. It's, uh, there's no way it, can, it can't uh, be. Then, uh, then, uh, after the movie, we Groundbreaking to, and mind-blowing. Uh, rip you away from the ladder leading up to the roof of nah, the movie you're going to have to mop me up off the floor because it's going <laughs> to. What does that mean, Tim? <laughs> Yeah, be like the milk. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your most anticipated movie? I think the Flash. All right, yeah, we yeah. said we had this discussion last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then probably Oppenheimer, and then probably Barbie, and not uh, the Spider Verse. Huh? I am excited for Spider Verse. Cartoons are for kids. I know. I don't have tickets for it yet, though. Mm. Uh, That's telling. Yeah. Let's go see Oppenheimer together in IMAX. Okay, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure neither of our significant others are interested, so <laughs> yeah. they can go see the Barbie movie. Yeah, it's for girls. Yeah. Boy bring movie their and girl Barbies movie. and play along. That's what the movie's <laughs> for. <laughs> for. For girls of all ages to bring their Barbies to the theater and hold them up at the screen. <laughs> like, right. oh, my Let's... Barbie's talking to the Margot Robbie Barbie. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.